and MLM Rebel is a new breed of network marketer, smarter, truly independent, and free. MLM Rebels wage war against the soul-sucking corporate world and against networkers who would rather preserve doctrine than helping people get results. MLM Rebels recognize when the world changes and changes with it. MLM Rebels don't believe in duplicating things that no longer work and would rather work without a safety net than within the confines of one. MLM Rebels are only involved in opportunities that give everyone an equal playing field instead of a top-heavy one. We don't care about the sacred cows of MLM, we don't care about the industry, and we do not care about the way it's always been done. We care about people following their gut. We care about people being able to quit their jobs now. We care about people being with their family instead of their boss every day. We care about people being with their family instead of their team all day. We care about people living free. We believe a truly free networker has multiple streams of income. We believe a truly free networker's creativity isn't shackled by their company's contract. We believe a truly free network marketer actually knows how to market and that they run their business like a real business. MLM Rebels prioritize faith, family, business, sacrifice sacred cows, build their own empires, never rebel against each other, and change the world. MLM Rebels know they are not confined by doctrine, not stifled by the past, and know they are one business away. My name is Zach Spear, and welcome to MLM Rebels. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Hope you're having an awesome day. I am driving right now out to the LA area to go see my dad, actually. My my parents live out in Chicago and um but anyway my, a couple days ago my dad texted me and said, Hey I'm gonna be in I'm gonna be in LA uh for a couple days for work uh, if you you know if you are around. So uh where we're staying right now is probably uh, if there's no traffic it's gonna be like an hour and a half right now. Um if there was traffic like this morning I just took a look. It was like two and a half hours because of all the people going to to work and stuff. So I waited. It's like 1 p.m. right now, and uh, driving from uh, Temecula, which is like considered wine country of Southern California, um, up to LA area where uh, where one of his offices is. So, uh, so yeah, I'm going up there right now. I'm gonna spend some time um, just kind of thinking, reflecting. My mind's been uh, spinning and just talk, thinking about all these awesome, awesome things that uh, that I want to do and launch and stuff. Um, so I spent some time doing that, and then uh, he's got meetings for a while. Someone basically to post up in their office and uh, and get some work done, and then uh, after that, I think we're gonna go out to go out to dinner, and I'm probably gonna drive back tonight after uh, the nighttime rush hour uh, dies down. I always told myself when I was out of my job that I would never sit in rush hour again, and while I've definitely sat in rush hour before because you can't always help it. I specifically structure the vast majority of any time I leave, need to leave the house um, around not sitting in traffic. I absolutely hate traffic, like hate it, hate it, hate it. Um, so I'm not sitting in traffic and I'm continuing to pray that it's a smooth shot the whole way down with no traffic. But I want to spend a little bit of time with you while uh, I was driving and um, a couple days ago, I posted in one of our groups uh, what the biggest thing that people, you know, were were asking about or struggling with. Yeah, if I could answer a specific question, what would it be? And one person put in there it, that she asked, "Should I focus on a um, opportunity funnel or a product funnel? Meaning, should she be trying to go try to recruit business builders or should she try to go and sell?" products and, um, like through her funnel. Well, 
there's pros and cons to both, as you probably are well aware. And I'll tell you what we focus on um, as well. So in an opportunity funnel, the, the obvious pro is that you're recruiting a business builder and or someone that wants to build the business. We're just going to call them a business builder, though. And that person is obviously going to have a much easier time duplicating business activities because they came in from the very beginning thinking that they would be building a business, right? So that's a huge pro for that. The downside for it is it's generally uh, harder to recruit them or it's harder to run that type of a funnel because, you know, there's just so much noise out there in the business opportunity space. I mean, you know that, you've seen it, um, you understand that. There's a lot of noise that you have have to contend with. Um, You also can recruit opportunity junkies. So uh, there's that as well. If you have really good marketing and you do a really good job fulfilling on the back end, um, you can overcome a lot of that opportunity junkie stuff because, you know, if you're, if you, if you provide the result that you say, people are going to, people are going to, are going to stay with you. Um, on the, the product side, this is going to be a, a, not all the time. I, I want to make sure I watch my words right here. It's generally going to be an easier front end sale. So to get someone to buy an opportunity, even if the opportunity is only $100, it's a bigger leap in their mind than if you got them to buy a $100 widget. Because the widget, once the transaction is made, it's over. You know, they're going to get the, they're going to get the widget and, you know, they're going to use it or, or whatever, but either way, there's not any further commitment that they need to do in order to, you know, have the widget or really have the results of it. You know, once that, once someone makes a purchase, the, the itch has been scratched and obviously they're excited to go and get the thing, but it's a lot easier to spend money on a thing than an opportunity. You know, an opportunity is just like a weight loss program. You know, if you buy a $100 weight loss program, you did scratch that itch for sure. And you already feel better the second you buy it. But you know that you're going to have to do things. You're going to have to follow the program to lose weight. And it's going to take a commitment. Same thing with an opportunity. People inherently know, and you should tell them this, of course, but they know that if they buy your opportunity, like it doesn't end there. It, there's going to be more stuff required in order to get the end result. So they are less likely to pull the trigger as fast. And also, you know, we just live in a very mature marketplace, which is good and bad. Um, The bad side of that is that they've probably spent money on opportunity stuff before. And if they're buying it again, most likely they didn't get results from it the first time, meaning they probably are a little jaded. Um, the The good side to the mature marketplace, by the way, is that there's a lot of buying velocity. People are uh, willing, like they are skeptical, but they're willing to let go of their money to get something else that they value more than that money. So those are the pros and cons. Um, actually, there's one more, uh, excuse me, there's one more con to um, to the product leading, leading with the product, um, or there's two actually. The first one is you have to be pretty creative with how you lead with the product because, you know, two reasons. One, you have contractual agreements with your MLM company that most likely, depending on what company you're in, but I'm going to say probably 95% of you listening, you have a contract with your company that says that you can't advertise anything to do with the, like the product or the company name. Like you can't use the, the product or company name in your advertising, uh, at all. So that can be a bit of a pickle for a lot of people. Now, some of you can, 
And even if you can, it's generally not the best approach anyway. Um, because, you know, if, if I figure out how to, you know, publicly advertise my, you know, weight loss pills, um, you know, how many reps are there in your company? Well, there's probably, you know, tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands in your company. And what's to stop all of them from doing the exact same thing, right? From literally just advertising your product, uh, just the same way you are. So that's why there's a lot of those rules in place from the company is so that individual reps don't saturate, uh, or I should say not saturate, put other reps out of business because of maybe special connections or increased, you know, wealth that an individual rep has or whatever. So do I agree with those rules? Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Regardless is most of the time you can't do it. And even if you can, uh, you're probably not going to make that many sales on your front end product anyway, if you pitch the product directly. Um, so there's that too. The uh, other downside is of course, you have to bridge the gap between product buyer and business builder, someone that will duplicate you. Um, so you have to actually bake that into your back end process, which is not a huge deal. I mean, a lot of companies are 100% built on product sales and they bridge the gap at the back. Um, now let me kind of make another few comments here. If you have a product that is, um, like what I would consider a fad product, uh, this is going to be bad and good. Bad is you better hope your company is doing R and D to make other product and other product lines. Um, cause companies built around one singular line, uh, can get snuffed out really easily. Uh, we've seen it like a lot. Um, you know, just, I, I don't know if I should, I don't know if I'm allowed to say names. I, I can't imagine why not because the companies are out of business, but, uh, or very, very, a fraction of their former selves. But uh, just, you know, think about companies that were built around one thing. There's a company that started with a V. There's a company that started with an M. Um, these are companies that they're, you know, they're, they're either poof, they're gone, or they're fractions of their former selves because they had no uh, diversity in their portfolio, their product portfolio. Now, Think about a think about a company like I know right now. There's two major fads. One is CBD. One is keto. Uh, these are companies that are built completely around these two concepts. Now, I don't think it's bad by any means. In fact, I'm actually we're not in a CBD company or a keto company. And in some ways, I'm a little jealous of the the fad nature that these companies have because some of them are growing extremely fast because there's so much sex appeal to the product. Um, you know, if you got some, if you get, if you get some decent marketing, you can truly blow it up, uh, in a very quick, quick way. Um, that's what happened with the company that started with an M and the one that started with a V. Um, they exploded and did huge, huge numbers. Uh, problem was once the, once the, they can, it can happen for a different reason different reasons, but once the, let's say, excitement or the electricity runs out on the product or the fad, the company literally dies. And also, like those other companies were, just like uh, a lot of the keto stuff and a lot of the CBD stuff, it's built a lot around the product. Well, that's not a bad thing necessarily, but if there's so many product users and very little business builders holding the, holding the thing together, the second that momentum slows down from you know, a multitude of reasons, the fad dying out, competition coming in, lack of diversity in the portfolio, whatever. As soon as the fad starts dying out, 
there is no one to hold it together. You know, if you have, you know, I mean, there's a there's an amazing stat that I've heard recently of uh, of um, again, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of scrub the names and stuff. I just don't know if I am allowed to use them, but I heard of a rep that they have a really really big team in a company, kind of like what I've been describing, and they have. I'm going to kind of round this out a little bit so I, so I don't like to use exact specifics, but they have between 50 and 100 customers per rep on the team, which is insane. So that means every rep, on av- this is an average, the average is 50 to 100 customers per rep. So upon first hearing that, I'm like, holy crap, that is amazing, right? Like super, super good. And it is. Uh, there's no denying it. It's a really good number. Um, and I hope that they hold it together forever. The fear factor that's there is, you know, it's a it's a it's a company with literally one vertical, uh, one one industry, uh, with very few products, and if there's one rep to every fifty to one hundred customers, that means there is probably not a lot of leadership in there, and so what companies have done before them is the second that the fad dies out, again, no one can hold it together. There's no glue in there. There's no glue and the thing implodes, like literally goes to zero, the whole thing. Um, and so that's a, that's a, that's a scary thing right there. Um, so anyway, there's pros and cons. I, uh, this is what, this is what I personally, I'll just tell you what we do. And, I'll let you know what our plan is. So I see a lot of value in leading with the product. I really do. And in fact, one of the things that I kind of wish I would have done sooner is lead with the product in certain areas because it's an easier sale. We lead with the opportunity and we pretty much always have ever since we've been building online. And I will say this, our stick rate slash activity rate, like activity rate from our downline is sky high. Um, like upwards of 80%. If we recruit 100 people, like 80% of them, 80 of them, three to six months later are still around, still taking action and still on auto deliveries and still trying to build their business. Now the average is like around 10% throughout the industry, okay? So that's, that's a product of good marketing, knowing who to target and having a good fulfillment process on the back end. Now, I really like that because it's a lot of stability and that can give us a lot of long-term duplication. My plan is to start moving into some product stuff within probably three to four months. Um, there's a few processes on our back end that I want more automated. Uh, I want my hands less less in them. Right now, I'm still, uh, me and Ash, when I say I, I see me, me and Ashley still are making some of the wheels turn in the business that I don't want to be responsible for. And so I want to get that kind of stuff off my plate, get the right systems in place and the right people to run the systems. Um, once that happens, I want to start going into some different product arrangements where we're leading with the product and capturing that market as well. Um, but if you're starting out and you're wondering, Hey, do I lead with my product? Do I do I, do I lead with the opportunity? Personally, I would lead with the opportunity. Um, I think it's an easier way. It's easier to create a blue ocean in my opinion. Um, you're going to create stronger duplication. Um, you're going to have, you're actually going to build a team. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just think the pros outweigh the cons. Now that's just me and you can do whatever it is that you want to as well, but that's what I, uh, think. And most of the big businesses that have been built, let me rephrase that. 
most of the big long-term businesses that have been built. Um, so there's big businesses that are built right now that are based on product, product sales only. Um, but most of the lo- big long-term businesses are, are centered around recruiting business builders and creating leadership. Those are the people that have businesses for 20, 30, 40, 50 years that they don't need to touch anymore when they're based around leadership. Now, I'm going to add one um, just kind of addendum to all of this, which is anyone within my earshot, I want you to know that we believe in and understand and also apply the fact that MLM reps need to have customers. Okay, you have to sell product. So I'm not saying you recruit people and you never sell a product in your life. You have to. To keep the MLM business model above board and fully legal, people got to be selling selling stuff. Okay, that's that's the essence of network marketing. It's to sell a product and make a commission and then recruit members to your team do the same and receive a piece of their commission. That's the essence of network marketing. So you have to sell product. So don't let yourself completely off the hook. You want to sell... You know, my recommendation is to sell, you know, have at least 10 customers, right? 10 customers that order on, order on a monthly basis. You do that, recruit someone, teach them to do the same thing. Then help them recruit someone and teach them to do the same thing. If you're not doing that right now, your volume will skyrocket. You'll stay, you'll help your company stay completely above board and you'll keep the purity of network marketing as to what it should be. Does that make sense? All right, well... Hopefully it does. Um, once again, I uh, appreciate you guys and love spending the time with you. We are coming up on uh, another MLM Rebels Assembly line workshop. This one is Encinitas, California. Um, it is on February 6th through the 8th, and we're really, really pumped. We have we'd, so we have verbal commitments. We have one more spot left. Uh, we have verbal commitments from two people, um, like, yes, I am in just, you know, whatever, moving something around, that kind of thing. Um, so we fully intend or fully believe that, uh, both of them are, um, you know, going through with what they said they're going to go through. We believe them. One of them even has a deposit down. So there's actually, there's actually two spots for this one. Some people have been interested in the future ones. There's two spots available for the February one. Um, we're saying there's only one because we've got two people with verbal commitments and one person has given a deposit. Um, however, you know, I've learned from experience, I don't ever, ever, ever count something until the chicken is hatched. Um, you know, you, you just, you just can't, you know, you'll, you'll screw yourself up really bad. So, um, we've got one more spot available. So if you are looking to build a leveraged or automated recruiting system for your network marketing company, um, we charge, you know, upwards of 80 to 120 grand to do it for you. Or you can take a masterclass for a fraction of the cost, like three grand, one of our classes. Or you can have us build it for you in a group environment. So we are literally bringing in our a team to that builds our stuff with us. Um, and we're going to sit you down. We're going to go super deep into your, into your story. We're going to help you choose an offer. We're going to help you uh, create the offer. Uh, help you advertise it, literally everything. You walk out with a fully finished system that brings in, um, as we've, had, we've had people bring in as many as 50 applicants a day with these systems and they close, you know, like sometimes 20, 30% of them, which is insane. Um, so you can imagine just the numbers on that and you could start recruiting 10, 15, 20, 30 or more a month just off of that first system. 
And um, like I said, I already told you how much we charge to build this for people. But in this workshop setting, we have 10 businesses that come, um, 10 business owners. Uh, so we basically can do it for less because we do it in a condensed period of time. And since there's more people involved, every person doesn't have, that has to invest only a fraction of that. So anyway, um, we have one spot left. If it's of interest to you, uh, then, well, what should I have you do? That's a good question, Zach. Um, if that's of interest to you, what I want you to do is go to, go to Gmail, open up your Gmail account. I want you to email Zach at ZacharySpear.com. Uh, that's going to go directly to my assistant, Z-A-C-H at Z-A-C-H-A-R-Y-S-P-E-A-R.com. So Zach at ZacharySpear.com. And uh, let them know that you're interested in the workshop. We'll send you details. We are offering a small discount on the ticket price uh, because it's uh, so close. Um, so a lot of the recent people have uh, really wanted to come to February, uh, but they're moving towards a future one in, in May and stuff. So that left us with a open slot. So anyway, um, that all being said, um, yeah, let us know if you want to go and, uh, we would, you know, definitely consider having you, uh, be a part of it. Um, to give you an idea of who some of the team is, obviously myself will be there. Ashley will be there. Um, uh, Oh my gosh, I'm looking at gas prices as I'm driving right now, and it's like insanely cheap where I'm, cause I'm going in the middle of nowhere up the way to go to LA. Um, uh, we have a gal uh, who made multiple, uh, multiple six figures her very first uh, year in online marketing um, slash network marketing. Um, she's helping with the funnel creation and the build out. Uh, we have a guy who ran, I'm going to probably butcher this a little bit because I don't know the exact numbers, but I'll tell you this. He ran a campaign for uh, either eight or multiple eight figures. And his ad budget alone was 250 grand a month. He is a expert level copywriter. He's going to be the other copywriter uh, along with myself, which is going to be amazing. Um, we've got two expert level um funnel builders and our affiliate manager. So we have a funnel builder, very, very good funnel builder and our affiliate manager coming. who's also a funnel builder, but he can handle all of the tech stuff and things like that. Um, and maybe I'm forgetting. Oh, um, everyone's going to need photos and stuff like that. Uh, so we've got a really good photographer coming. This guy does action sports. Usually he's actually got contracts and uh, shot for, really high level pro skaters. Um, I don't know if he had a contract with this particular skater, but he definitely has shot him in the past. Um, and you would know him because he's got a video game named after him and he made skateboarding popular. Uh, so this guy literally is shot for him and he's coming in to do the shooting, uh, for people. So everyone's going to walk away with a portfolio of different, uh, professional shots and things like that to use in their funnels. Um, and, uh, yeah, there's something else I'm missing. Oh, and it's being held at an epic mansion one block from the beach in Encinitas, which is like the pimpest town ever near San Diego. So anyway, I'm coming up to my exit, and I have to look at my map, so I should probably let, let, all, of you, uh, let all of you go. But uh, love and appreciate y'all, and uh, really excited to you know spend time with you guys right now. And if you found value in this, do me a favor, leave a review and a rating down below. That'd be awesome, and we'll talk to you all very soon.